Welcome back to another episode of the Movie Grader and Friends Podcast, your weekly or semi-weekly podcast talking about all the latest movies in the theaters today. I am Billy, the Movie Grader, and in this episode, I am once again joined by my friend, Melissa. Say hello, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. We are here, we are here to play movie catch-up again due to conflicting schedules. <coughs> Melissa, please sit back. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Please sit back, relax, and enjoy as we discuss the new Doolittle movie, Bad Boys for Life, The Gentlemen, Little Women, and The Rhythm Section. All right, diving right in. First up is Doolittle. Um, it was directed by Stephen Gagan, and it stars Robert Downey Jr. Um, it's basically about a physician who realizes that he can communicate with animals. Um, I thought it was okay <laughs> for what it was. I mean, I I don't think it was as entertaining as the um, the Eddie Murphy version, however many years ago that was. I mean, obviously this was a more serious movie, and I I guess truer to the original story of Doctor Doolittle. But uh, yeah, it was it was just okay for me. What do you think, Liza? Um, yeah, I kind of agree. It wasn't like my fave. Um. Though, I mean, my favorite line, and it's been out long enough that we can spoil it. Um, <laughs> my little favorite was when the little squirrel goes, you're not crying, I cry. Because you, everybody that knows me knows I say that all the time. You always so, do say that. Yep, yeah. I can vouch for that. <laughs> yeah, so that was probably one of my favorite parts. And then just see, seeing John Cena, or hearing John Cena's voice was hilarious. Yeah, he was the polar bear, right? Yeah, sorry, I was yawning. Um. <laughs> again it's late here in arizona um yeah i believe so i mean i think yeah. all of the the acting or the voices was were good i just laughed because you had sent me i think it was a blog or something them trying to compare it to cats of which movie was worse oh because <laughs> it well, only got the... i think it only yeah. got like a 12 on on um Tomatoes, so I think it's at like a 16 now, which is still abysmal. But you know, I honestly, this is light years better than Cats was. I could safely say that. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was a very beautiful movie. The sets were really um, cool. Doolittle was that, yes, I'm, is that a 16? Yeah, it hasn't moved in a while. Oh, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> But I, I don't think it deserves a 16. I think it's better than that. Like, let's see. Um, what would you what would you grade the movie, Melissa? What did you give it? I would say like a B plus, like a B minus C plus. Yeah, I went I went C, just solid C. It was eh. <laughs> Shall we move on to Bad Boys for Life? Sure. <laughs> All right, Bad Boys for Life was directed by Adil Ed Aribi and Bilal Falah. It was stars Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Per IMDb, the Bad Boys, Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett, are back for one last ride in the highly anticipated Bad Boys for Life. What do you think, Melissa? Go ahead, you start this one off. Um, I liked it. I mean, it's been years since I've watched the originals. 
mm-hmm. um, or the other two, but I don't think you really need to, to necessarily see the other two to see this one. I mean, this no, one no, kind really. of, yeah. no, I mean, you just see them more like older, you know, older and, you know, it's kind of cute to see Martin Lawrence's character become a grandpa and in the next stage of life and stuff. And just, you know, those of you younger kids, if anybody watches it, <laughs> that watches, uh, Riverdale and you know High School Musical. It was cute to see them in there as well, like bringing some some new faces. I thought it was pretty well done, and I definitely liked the action. And then, yeah. uh, I, again, it's not a spoiler, but my favorite, um, I think, line in the movie was when uh, Martin Lawrence is like, I don't quite remember the exact line, but it was like, "We need to be men." And Manuel Smith goes, "You can't sing bad men." Like, like that was like, work. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't work. Like, and then you know, just you know, seeing them interact, kind of with the baby and all that, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, what I what I enjoyed about it is like, is I guess the nostalgia for me. I mean, the first mm-hmm. bad, the first Bad Boys came out in 1995, followed up by let's see, the sequel, which was in, gosh, when was that? 2003. And uh, they were both good. I mean, they both stood on their own. I mean, they, it was a, it was a it was a fun franchise. And however many years later, now in 2020, we get let's see 17 years later, we get Bad Boys for Life. And it you know not to give anything away, but it could very well not be the last one in the franchise. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> but it was it was very enjoyable. I mean, the action looked a lot like. Yeah, the previous two movies, even though it was different directors, obviously the first Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2, um, Michael Bay was at the helm, where there were, of course, lots of, lots of, lots of explosions. And uh, this one had lots of explosions as well, so it, 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 you felt right at home, and with all the car chases that were really done well, lots of action, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was, it was not a, it was definitely not a letdown. I was expecting... No. I was expecting fun, and it delivered. It really did deliver, and I was happy with it. I mean, I was, I was, it was good to see them back in the saddle again. I guess delivering another fun movie. I agree. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the grading of this movie, what would you give it? I would give it like a a minus B plus. Yeah, I said B plus because it was good. It was solid. It was definitely worth your time. Go see it. It's still in the theaters as as of today it should be because it's only two weeks ago right or last week i don't know mm, yeah, I, lost, something like that. I lost track <laughs> we're a little off yeah it was two weeks ago because the last week it was the gentleman that was actually, <laughs> that, that, that was actually the big movie of the week week last year last week last year okay last year no <laughs> Last week. No, it's, it was honestly okay. Yeah, let's see. It was directed by Guy Ritchie. It stars Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Michelle Dockery, Colin Farrell, and Hugh Grant, to name just a few names with with this bloated and wasted cast. The plot per IMDb goes as follows: An American expat tries to sell off his highly profitable marijuana empire in London, triggering plots, schemes, bribery, and blackmail in an attempt to steal his domain out from under him. Um, Melissa actually never saw the gentleman, luckily, but I did. And um, to be quite honest, I'm 
still unsure of what this mess of a movie was about. I'm still confused. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a big Guy Ritchie fan. I like his work normally. I like his style. Man from Uncle was freaking awesome. And I, I liked what he did with the latest live action Aladdin movie. But this movie to me was just confusing and somewhat boring. It was just a mess. <laughs> wait, 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 back, wait, wait, back up. Guy Ritchie yeah. did a wait, Guy Ritchie did Aladdin. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I realized that. Oh, yep. okay. <laughs> Sorry, Guy Ritchie. Yeah. No. Yeah. This was just not good. <laughs> it was so confusing because, from what I gathered from it, it it's a movie that takes place within a movie. But the movie within the movie is, is a movie pitch that's being um, that that's, takes place over a conversation between Hugh Grant and Charlie Hunnam. It was so confusing because it was so hard to tell what was what they were explaining within the movie and what they were explaining out of the movie because they're they're kind of like the narrators for the whole movie. It was just confusing beyond belief. I mean, I I I, I honestly I can't really tell you what the heck it was about. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw every minute minute of it, and honestly, it wasn't that entertaining. It was pretty boring, and there was not much action in it. the The trailer for it was very misleading, and um, that that actually, you know, it, it shares something in common with the 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 rhythm section as well, because uh, well, more on that later. Anyways, um, I ended up giving it a D, and because uh, it just yeah, it wasn't good. And I think Melissa, didn't your mom say she saw it, and you know she said thought it was trash too. Yeah, it's yeah. But ironically, though, I was at work the other day, and I work at um, a grocery store, and got into a conversation over by the gift cards to uh, with some uh, customers, and they said they loved it, and I'm just like, what? Yeah, that they, yeah, it was like the best thing, and I'm sitting here thinking, okay, but you must not see very many movies because almost everybody that I know that have seen it did not like it. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. Stay away, avoid, avoid, avoid. <laughs> it, <laughs> it does not get my stamp of approval. <laughs> I think it might be a contender with uh, like with cats for some Razzies. Um, I wouldn't say it's that bad, but it, it may. It's... You never know. <laughs> I don't know. It's no. It's uh, for the Razzies. It's uh, for sure sweep for cats. And honestly, cats came out in nineteen, and you know this gentleman was twenty twenty. So. Oh yeah, good point. They're not going to be vying for any Razzies. <laughs> All right, and uh, well, speaking of Razzies, we're going to go talk about one that's actually in contention for Oscars and uh, Little Women. I got I went to go see Little Women because it he is... Was, because he was forced to <laughs> since I saw it and he wanted to do it on the podcast. Well, so well, I yeah. forced him to go see it. I mean, I always try to make a point to see every Best Picture nominee and Little Women was, of course, the one that I haven't seen yet until, you know, the other day. And, um... Let's see. Well, okay. It was directed by Greta Gerwig and stars Saoirse Ronan, Emma Watson, without a British accent, which is pretty strange for me, <laughs> seeing, you know, seeing her like that. Um, Florence Pugh, uh, Laura Dern, Timothy Chalamet, and the great Meryl Streep. Per IMDb, the plot is as follows. Joe March reflects back and forth on her life, telling the beloved story of the March sisters. 
four young women, each determined to live life on their own terms. And honestly, I, I actually ended up enjoying it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I thought I thought it was going to be a total snooze fest, which honestly, you know, it it is towards the end. It does kind of overstay its welcome. And even though I enjoyed it, and I would say, you know, I, I, I would say that it was, how should I, how should I put it? Let's just say it. I'll just go ahead and say it. I think Uncut Gems deserved the slot over <laughs> Little Women for Best Picture. There, I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can have your opinion. I mean, me growing Taylor up. Taylor was robbed. <laughs> yeah. Well, me growing up on, you know, the 1990s version with Winona Ryder, I went into this kind of low expectations, but like I have a friend that I saw it and she does not cry during movies and she said she was bawling in this movie <laughs> so for her to say that i'm like okay i gotta go see it and again did you cry i didn't cry well i did because again i know the story so uh-huh. you know it just it hits close to home and sure. you know with family that i you know have going through stuff right now and you know it just again it's one of those beloved stories that you know the gist, and I actually think that I and I'm going to butcher her name. So, how do you pronounce it? Sorcy. Sersha. Sersha. That I actually think she lived up to that role because you know, again, you know, Joe March in the 1990s version was Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, everybody know, did a fen- phenomenal job. I mean, I would have like I would have liked to see more Meryl Streep. She's one of my favorite actresses. She's not in the movie very much, but it was no. fun. But yeah, she did. She did a good job. Um, I really like Laura Dern. Now again, um, I mean, not. It's not really a spoiler, but I'm whatever. Um, <laughs> one thing that I definitely like, I think more about this movie. I was talking around with this friend of mine, is you know in the nineteen you know nineties version because again, you know Little Women is another one of those where they've done it like five times over. Oh, I think it's been over that. I don't know. It's, I don't it's, know. Kind, of, it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of like similar to like a Star is Born that has like four versions. Yeah. But, you know, for me with, with The Little Women, like, again, it was one of those like, is it going to live up to my expectations? And one of the things that I really liked in this one is, you know, in the 1990 version, you see the dad coming home for more and the one Christmas scene and that's it. Yeah. But this one, you actually, they kind of, integrate the actual like father the father character a little bit more and then the other thing is again you know without going into too many details um because i don't want to ruin it actually you know what it's been that long enough everybody should have seen it by now so (laughs) (laughs) um one of the other (laughs) one of the other things that i really like and i actually again had to bring it up to my friend because again it's been forever since i saw the original that the end where I think probably Billy's was the scene that Billy probably was like, okay, we had enough is you actually see the Joe opening the school. And yeah. I had to ask my friend, I said, I don't remember that in the 90, the 19, whatever version. And that's when my friend's like, well, actually in that version, the mom kind of had mentioned, Hey, Jill, why don't you, maybe you should open a school or something. Whereas this, you kind of see them opening it. And I thought it was really cool. And I really, really enjoyed it. And again, like, you know, Timothy um, Shamali, you know, is becoming one of my new favorite younger actors. And I think he did a really good job. Yeah, he did a good they job. All, they all did. You know, this is definitely 
one of those that I was, you know, apprehensive to see, but it definitely um, just like, my, beat my expectations. Yeah, just one thing that they did kind of get annoying and I guess again overstated to welcome was like the whole love story between Timothy Chalamet and uh, and uh, Sher Sharon. And it's like, but it, that, but that's just how it is. That's how it's always been in. in all of the versions. Yeah, kids. but like she went back and forth so many times. I love him. I don't love him. I love him. I don't love it. It's like, make up your mind. Come on. <laughs> well, that's kind of how it was in the original too. Like that's, you know, where you kind of see it. So yeah, it, it that's just kind of how it is. So yeah, it's like honestly, I think a good like thirty-five minutes could have been chopped off, and it would have been a lot better. But it it, it was fine. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that being said, I mean, I I, I graded it a. B minus because I did enjoy it, but it just it was a little too long for me. <laughs> yeah, I would say it was about, well done. I would say about an E minus B plus. It was just it was good. I mean, the, it was very well done. The, the 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 director Greta Gerwig did a really good job, and um, the look of it was just beautiful. Some of those mm-hmm. old old time sets in the in the snow were it, it, it's gorgeous to look at. I mean it. It made me. It made me instantly miss Christmas. <laughs> Christmas movie it came around around Christmas. So, yeah. Anyways, um, now to talk about the movie that we just saw tonight. We're recording this on a Thursday, and uh, it was the rhythm section, and it was directed by Reed Morano, and it stars Blake Lively, Jude Law, and Sterling K. Brown. Per IMDb, the plot is as follows. A woman seeks revenge against those who orchestrated a plane crash that killed her family. All right, Melissa, go ahead and start this off. No, you start it off. Okay. <laughs> um, basically, it was it was okay. I mean, the, like speaking of, you know, trailers that lie to you and <laughs> making you think that it's an action-packed movie. It really wasn't. I mean, don't get me wrong. Blake Lively did a phenomenal job in this. She did a really, really, really good job of playing a badass woman who's like, was a, what would you call like a femme fatale, I guess? Yeah. Sort of role. But there really isn't much action in the movie until like the very end of the movie. I mean, it's like the, the title alone, like the rhythm section, that they described it as like, controlling your breathing while shooting somebody it's a a tactic to aim and honestly she doesn't shoot that many people in the movie and the the title of the movie has nothing to do with the movie so (laughs) no i think with that though like they kind of did it where it was a way in a way this is gonna sound kind of weird i feel like it was me a way to kind of with her anxiety because she was just you know with what the backstory is you know where her family is, 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 the whole backstory of this is her family is killed and, you know, she's kind of figuring all that stuff out. And, sorry, yeah. so my train of thought. Yeah. And, okay. you know, so where it's her anxiety and that's where they said, like, okay, like, breathe, like, just, you know, breathe in and breathe out. Like, it's like a rhythm section, like, your heart is the drums and, like, yeah. So yeah. I actually thought it was a pretty cool analogy. Now, for me, mm-hmm. It was weird seeing Sterling K. Brown in that role. Sorry, he's always going to be Randall yeah. to me. Yeah. You know, it was, <laughs> you know. Now, okay. See, I don't know about you, but way back when, I can go look it up. Randall was it? Or not Randall? Sterling K. Brown was in another show that is, again, another one of my like all-time favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that he did where he's always just played this kind of like softy yeah. um, type thing. So to see him in this type of role, I was just like, whoa, dude, like. Yeah, um, not not to give anything away. It's a very cold role for him. And it's, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to give it away. Yeah, so he was in a show called, uh, you may watch it, it's called Army Wives. And I never it was, saw it. It, it, was yeah. on, it. it was on Lifetime. It was from 2007 to 2013. And that also had, like, a crazy all-star cast. But, like, that's one of my favorite other favorite things from him. So, like, I've known Sterling K. Brown for, like, years. Yeah. So it was, on, it, was on a li- it was on the Lifetime channel? I believe so, yes. <laughs> if you catch me watching anything on the Lifetime channel, I've lost a bet. Just know that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it was, I mean, it was, I liked, I mean, I liked it. It was kind of like, which, okay, this is going to sound crazy, crazy, because you know me, I actually stayed awake during this movie. So, really? I mean, yeah, I mean, there were a couple of times, that I, wow. I, I think there were a couple of times, like, I closed my eyes, like, for a split, split second, yeah. but nothing where I actually missed anything, like. Well, no, I, it takes a while for it to get going. That's it. That, yeah, that, that it does, and just some of the background, and. You I was know, I was I was ones. thinking of you. I was like, oh God, I wonder if Melissa's gonna stay awake. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I just because of my schedule and just things that go on in my yeah. life, I don't get great sleep. So like, yeah, yeah sometimes in movies, you it know, is, I will. It is slow. The first like hour and fifteen minutes, really nothing much happens. Yeah, it's only <laughs> the last like forty five minutes of the movie that has the action. So, I mean, uh, it's. I think it's. I mean, it's kind of watchable. Like, if you want to. You know, go see it. Well, the acting it, but... it was really well done, and I would say like the cinematography was really cool. Yeah, just and... the plot was kind of. Well, yeah, and well, like the score was really good. The score was done by like Hans Zimmer, and like. Oh yeah, the, it, the music it, I really liked. The yeah. It re- it really helped to like make it more intense than the movie actually was. <laughs> so... Yeah, I I definitely think so too, but no. But yeah, it's just like the, the the whole story and like the way the way they did it, it was just. <laughs> yeah, I would say if I had a grade in it, I would probably do like a C. Yeah, I say I would say C, C minus around there. It was just, uh, I mean, go see it for Blake Lively's performance. Other than that, yeah, skip it. <laughs> yeah. Now, All right, I'm now, looking forward to next week. Oh yeah, next week. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about um, Birds of Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn movie. It opens up on a February seventh, twenty twenty, and God, it's got like a whole long title to it. It's actually called "Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn." Why? I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for the next couple of weeks. I'm actually really looking forward to some of these movies that are coming out. We have, you know, that one next week, Harley Quinn, and then. There's a lot of good ones coming out. Um, yeah, don't spoil anything. Don't spoil anything. We'll, we'll talk about those later. Oh, um, <laughs> no, but no, I'm just, whatever. Well, we can discuss it in another thing, but there's like a bunch coming out for um, Valentine's Day that I'm like trying to figure out my schedule so I can try to go see them all. If you because... even mention the photograph, I'm going to hang up on you right now. Wait, what was that? If you even mention the photograph, I'm going to hang up on you right now. <laughs> No, I mean that. I will say, I mean it is one that I want to see, but the one that I'm really, the two that I'm really looking forward to is Sonic and then yeah. Downhill because my friend yeah. is actually in it. Yeah, Downhill um, does look good. I yeah, do want to um, see that. Yeah, I already my got, friend. 
already got my ticket for Sonic. I'm stoked. I'm going. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm actually tempted. I'm, I I have to wait because I have a friend that wants to see Sonic with me. Uh-huh. So I have to see if he gets the, the time off before I buy it. But I... Um, mm-hmm. But no, but like I said, I'm excited for Downhill just because, you know, my friend is in it and he plays one of um, Will Ferrell's uh, sons. Yeah, so, it looks good. It looks yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, to you, guys should, you guys should definitely check out the trailer for it, at least. It's a nice yeah, it, indie yeah. movie. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, they uh, did it. Well, I kind of think. Um, where does it snow in, like, Europe? I can't remember. They, I can't, they, they filmed it, most of it in Europe. Yeah. Um, I can't remember where exactly because I remember they had he had to go out there and it, I remember when he told me because he's like what 15 14 the kid uh-huh. and I remember like he kind of slipped it to me at church and like oh, really? he wasn't supposed to say anything to me, anybody and like his mom goes you're not supposed to say anything so <laughs> I'm like I said I, I'll keep it a secret and then when it became official, it was really oh, yeah. cool. They, like they he, could get into huge trouble for that. <laughs> well, it was more of he was excited and like they were just f- like finishing up like all the details. So it was pretty much like an eighty, like a ninety percent deal. Yeah. But like, yeah, he. I mean, it's his first like real movie. Right. Like, he actually was in. Um, he plays. If you ever seen the SEAL Team, he actually plays David Boreanaz's son, or he mm-hmm. did in the SEAL Team. Um, I never saw it, but yeah, so I'll take I'm your excited. word for it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited um, for next week. I actually was like anxiously waiting to buy my Harlequin tickets and or Birds of Prey. And actually, Billy and I are both seeing it in Dolby. So that should be, Woo-hoo. I'm seeing it. Yeah, I don't we always see movies in Dolby's because um, I hate the theater here in Arizona that the Dolby theater is out of. <laughs> but for it, I will definitely go see it so i am excited yeah. for that um, it should be a lot of fun i mean early probably, reviews I'm, are, I'm, are, I'm good, gonna, are good so far so. i'm gonna assume that we will uh probably do another thursday night podcast next week um for it birds of prey next week <laughs> oh there we go it hasn't even they don't well and they don't have a score yet or yeah oh see that's kind of okay that's kind of depressing sorry i'm looking on rotten tomato and it gave downhill 46 percent it's early. <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny. Yeah. I guess I never realized that that um, I went some blank. That Rotten Tomato does uh, TV shows too. Oh yeah, yeah, they do TV shows. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess for tonight's episode of Grey's Anatomy, they gave it a hundred percent. Um, and that new show, which I kind of want to look see about it, I just have to uh, go look on Hulu. Is that new one with uh, Jason Briggs? Outmatched. Oh, Jason Biggs. Yeah. Biggs. Sorry, Briggs. Sorry, whatever. Yeah, name is. I saw the first episode of it. It's actually pretty good. I saw. It. Um, Rotten Tomato gave it a twenty-five. No, it was decent. I liked it. I would. I'll continue to watch it. It was fine. Yeah, another one that I'm like looking and it's giving surprising. Um, was a nine one one Lone Star. It's like the one with uh, Liv Tyler and um, uh, Rob Lowe. So. Yeah, I've never watched any of those, but I hear it's good. Yeah, it, it, it's watchable. I'm just, like, looking at... I don't have a know. block. It's just, like, there's just too many shows to watch. I can't watch everything. Well, see, you're... You do, you're, though. <laughs> yeah, because it's my downtime, and it's uh-huh. my time to, exactly. like, recoup. Like, a certain person um, interrupted my uh, criminal mind watching, so when we hang up, I will be finishing that, and then um, ah. watch NCIS and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I actually... Have you ever watched The Ranch? 
on Netflix. Yeah, I did when it first came out. I didn't think it was that good. Yeah, well, I have a bunch of friends that have been talking about it, so I figured I'd yeah. give the show a shot. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good to me. But People like it though. I was gonna say you and I have when it comes to some shows, we have different tastes yeah. and things. You'll probably so, like it. I thought it was pretty stupid though, but yeah. Oh well. So. All right. <laughs> anyway, well, should we wrap it up? Yeah, it's because I want to go to bed. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for this episode of the Movie Grader and Friends podcast. Watch out for next week's episode covering Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Please find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Movie Grader. Please visit my website, www.themoviegrader.com. On iTunes, please review and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Also, please tell your friends about the podcast. The Movie Grader and Friends podcast is available on all major podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and basically anywhere you can get your podcasts from. This has been The Movie Grader and Friends podcast. Thank you for your time. Feel free to email me at themoviegrader at gmail.com with any comments or suggestions. And have an awesome week at the movies.